welcome back to the show. So I have to ask, you ever think about your ex? You ever think about yourself and them? How at one point in time they were an intimate part of your daily life. Texting and calling and sharing memes, waking up next to each other, having your arguments but going back to bed together. Kind of on the second seaside each other at home again. And now you guys are living in two separate worlds. You haven't talked in years, months maybe. And you don't wake up next to each other or even really acknowledge each other's existence anymore. It's enough to drive somebody mad. The questions come in. What are they doing? Who are they talking to? I miss them. I miss their bodies. I miss our bodies. I miss seeing them. I miss talking to them. I bet they're talking to somebody else right now. I bet they're sending somebody else the same salacious pics that used to only be exclusively for your eyes, now being shared with somebody else that you have never met or ever known. Someone who at one point in time was just yours is now someone else's. Well, the people at the NSA know all too well that feeling. Today's stories. The NSA offers details on Love Int, that's spying on lovers and exes. Welcome to the show. From CNET, published September 27, 2013, by Edward Moyer. The NSA offers details on Love Int, that spies on lovers and exes. That's L O V E I N T. A government-ran program using the NSA's massive spying ability and apparatus to spy on exes, lovers, people they were romantically interested in or involved with, or people they had broken up with or had been broken up with by, I should say. NSA offers details on love int that spies on lovers and exes. One NSA worker did it out of curiosity, another for practice. Agency's letters in response to the query from U.S. Senators gives glimpse into romance-related and other misuses of the surveillance system. Why bother with boyfriend vetting sites like reportyourex.com when you've got the ginormous spying resource of the NSA at your fingertips? That seems to have been the thinking of at least one intelligence worker with the United States National Security Agency who, an NSA letter suggests, regularly tapped the agency's now infamous phone data collection program to screen people she met at a cocktail party and the like. The overseas staffer, quote, tasked the telephone number of her foreign national boyfriend and other foreign nationals and reviewed the reluctant collection. The letter reads, adding later, quote, The subject asserted that it was her practice to enter foreign national phone numbers she obtained from social settings into the NSA system to ensure that she was not talking to any, quote, shady characters. These intriguing fill in the rest of the narrative as you see fit details 
come in just a published letter from the NSA Inspector General George Ellard to Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican from Iowa and a ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. In August, Grassley asked Ellard to provide details on instances documented by the Inspector General's office in which the NSA personnel, quote, intentionally and willfully abused their surveillance authorities. The request followed media reports of workers with access to NSA surveillance setups spying on their lovers. The practice reportedly has its own spycraft nickname, Love Int, a play on acronyms like Signant for the sort of signals and communications intelligence that is handled by the NSA, and Humint for the human intelligence that's carried out by agencies like the CIA. Yes, as I stated earlier, Love Int is love intelligence smushed together. Grassley's request also followed various other relations, revelations of NSA missteps that have surfaced since June, when former intelligence contractor Edward Snowden leaked a trove of documents that revealed the extent of the shadowy agency surveillance system. One user of the NSA system queried six email addresses that belonged to his ex. Later testifying as the newly released letter paraphrased it that, quote, he wanted to practice on the system and had decided to use his former girlfriend's addresses to do so. You have any audience? I'd like to ask you a question. You have any uh, exes who maybe work in the government right now? I know Singapore listens to my podcast, the government body for urban development. I can, that's actually in my analytics that you guys listen to my podcast. I wonder perhaps if you guys have anything like that where an ex could spy on you and get all the juicy details you thought were safe from them. All with the click of a few buttons. Ellard's response to Grassley opens up by saying that, quote, since the 1st of January 2003, there have been 12 substantiated instances of international misuse of the signals intelligence, or SIGINT, S-I-G-I-N-T, authorities of the NSA, and international NSA audit leaked by Snowden showed many other incidents of various types. An average of seven per day. Seven times a day, agents were spying on their exes, their colleagues, and people they just met at a party and they took a fancy to. They were spying on them. The American government had people working in it that were spying on individual American citizens with no warrant or suspicious cause to do so. Just because... They took a liking to you. Aren't you special? Though, these were, the agency says, mainly inadvertent. From there, the Ellard letter gives a brief rundown of those dozen cases. Of the 12 cases, 8 involved snooping on current or past lovers or spouses. One analyst said he queried the number of his foreign national girlfriend out of curiosity. Another 
did the same, he said, because he wanted to see if his main squeeze was involved with any local government officials or any activities that might get him in trouble. Another discovered a foreign phone number on her husband's cell phone and queried to see if he had cheated. The tasking, the letter says, quote, resulted in voice collections of her husband and another queried six email addresses that belonged to his ex later testifying as the letter paraphrased it that quote he wanted to practice on the system he decided to use his former girlfriend's addresses to do so in five of the 12 cases the employees resigned before being disciplined in one instance the employee retired before being disciplined and in another, the worker retired before the investigation had been finalized. Half of the cases were referred to the U.S. Department of Justice. One of those was declined by the DOJ. And another two instances, instances record where, record where insufficient were insufficient to determine if the case had been passed on to the Justice Department. None of the workers were prosecuted. That means these NSA agents who spied on their lovers, using government equipment and resources, hacked into their accounts, spied on them, took data and kept a tab on who they dated, were dating, married to, or divorced, or broken up from. They spied and kept an eye on you secretly, and they were never punished for it. This is how it played out for the various rule breakers who were disciplined. One received a one-year letter of reprimand, prohibiting promotions, awards, and within-grade increase and a 10-day suspension without pay. The subject's pending permanent change of station assignment was canceled, and his provision recommendations were withdrawn, meaning he got slapped on the wrist, and after X amount of days passed, he was right back where he was left off. One received a reduction in grade, a 45-day restriction, and a 45-extra duty and half pay for two months. It was recommended the subject not be given a security clearance. So far, no one has been fired. One received a reduction in rank, 45 extra days of duty, and half pay for two months. Members' access to classified information was revoked. One database access and access to classified information was suspended and one received a written reprimand and that concludes the list of, of punishments for this misuse of NSA equipment to spy on former lovers and interests slaps on the wrists it's good to know the federal government holds people to such a standard the NSA's phone call tracking system sucks up metadata, what numbers were called from what number, how long the calls lasted, and so on. The NSA has made a point 
of specifying that it does not routinely listen to Americans' phone calls. Still, some have pointed out that the metadata can potentially tell you quite a lot. Here's Ellard's letter in full. Should you want to dream up further details and construct a cloak-and-dagger melodrama or two, simply reflect on the power and full jealousy and curiosity. Let's see if it'll let me blow this up so I can read it. Oh, it's going to be hard to read. But we shall... Right. It seems as if we only have a handful of letters here we can actually read. I will do my best to read them for you. So is there anything I can do to make this easier? Zoom in a few times. Um. From Senator Charles E. Grassley, rank, Ranking Member Committee on the Judiciary United States Senate. September 11th, 2013. Senator Grassley, I write in response to your letter of the 27th of August, 2013, requesting information about international willful misuse of the surveillance authority. Since, Jan since the 1st of January, 2003, there have been 12 substantiated instances of international misuse of the signals intelligence signet authorities of the director of the director of the national security agency the nsa office of inspector general oig currently has two open investigations into alleged misuse of signet and is reviewing the allegations for possible investigation one civilian employee in foreign locations in 2011 before an up-and-coming reinvestigation polygraph subject reported that in 2004 out of curiosity he performed a signet query of his home telephone number and the telephone number of his girlfriend a foreign national the signet system prevented the query on the home number because it was made on a U.S. person. The subject viewed and metadata returned by the query on his girlfriend's telephone. The appropriate OIG conduct conducted an investigation. The subject's actions were found to be in violation of the United States Signal Intelligence Directive, the USSID 18 legal compliance and U.S. person minimization procedures. The matter was referred to as Dole in 2011 for possible violations of 18 U.S.C. 641, embezzlement and theft, and 18 U.S.C. 2511, interception and disclosure of electronic communications. In 2011, Dole declined prosecution. The subject retired in 2012 before a disciplinary action had been taken. And the rest of these letters are blurred out. 
I greatly apologize. I would love nothing more than to continue to read you more of these, but it does not seem I am able to. Give me one second to see if I can possibly try something else out. From courtesy of the NSA.gov's archives, I have been able to find the full set of five emails right here. I already read you the first one. We'll move right on to the second one. Two, civilian employee in foreign locations. In 2005, during a pre-retirement reinvestigation, polygraph and interview, the subject reported that in 2003, he tasked a signet collection on the telephone number of his foreign national girlfriend without the authorization purpose for approximately one month to determine whether she was involved with anyone or local government officials or other activities that might get him in trouble. The NSA OIG determined the subject's actions violated Executive Order 12333 DOD Regulation 524.10-CFR Signal Number 263.5.704-NSA-CSS-PMM-32-Chapter-366-Subgraph 1, 3, and 3, 1. The OIG's report was shared with NSA Office of General Counsel, OGC, for uh, assessment as to whether referrals to DOJ was appropriate. Records are insufficient to determine whether the referral was made. The subject retired before the OIG investigation was finalized. 3. Civilian employee in foreign location in 2003. Upon her return from a foreign site, the subject reported to NSA security that in 2004, pardon me, she tasked a foreign telephone number she had discovered in her husband's cellular telephone because she suspected her husband to be unfaithful. The tasking resulted in voice collection of her husband. The NSA OIG determined that the subject's actions violated USSID 18 Executive Order 12333 5 CFR signal number 2635436570 and DOD regulations 5241R. Translation, interception and disclosure of electronic communications. The OIG report was forwarded to NSA's OGC, which referred the matter to the DOJ. The subject of investigation resigned before the proposed discipline of removal via administration. Site 4, civilian employee and foreign location. In 2003, the appropriate OIG was notified that an employee had possibly violated USSID 18, a female foreign national employee by the U.S. government, with whom the subject was having sexual relations with, told another government employee that she suspected 
The subject was listening to her telephone calls. The other employee reported the incident. You gotta be careful who you talk to. The investigation determined that from approximately 1998 to 2003, the employee tasked nine telephone numbers of female foreign nationals without a valid foreign intelligence purpose. The list and listened to collected phone conversations while assigned to foreign locations. The subject conducted all call cha- uh, call chaining on one number and tasked the resultant number. He also incidentally collected the communications of a U.S. person on two occasions. The appropriate agency referred the matter to the DOJ. The subject was suspended without pay pending the outcome of the investigation and resigned before discipline had been proposed. We now move on to the third letter here. Civilian employee in foreign location. The employee's agency discovered that an employee had misused signet collection system between 2001 and 2003. By targeting three female foreign nationals, the appropriate OIG conducted an investigation. The violations were referred to the DOJ. The subject resigned before disciplinary action was taken. Civilian employee in foreign location. As a result of a polygraph examination, it was discovered that an employee had accessed the collection of communications on two foreign nationals. The employee's agency concluded its investigation in 06, and the subject received a one-year letter reprimand, prohibiting promotions, awards, and within grade increases and the 10-day suspension without pay, the subject's pending permanent change of situation and status assignment was canceled, and his promotion recommendation was withdrawn. Part 7. Civilian Employee in Foreign Location In 2011, the NSA OIG was notified that in 2011 the subject had taken the telephone number of her foreign national boyfriend, and other foreign nationals that she reviewed the resultant collection. The subject reported this activity during an investigation into another matter. The subject asserted that it was her practice to enter foreign nationals' phone numbers that she obtained at social settings into Signet systems to ensure that she was not talking to any shady characters and to help the mission. The appropriate OIG found that subject's actions potentially violated Executive Order 12333, Part 1.7 of the C-1 Act, and DOD Regulations 5241R Procedure 14. The appropriate OIG referred the matter to the DOJ in 2011 as a possible violation of of Section 18 U.S.C., Article 2511, interception of disclosure, exception, and disclosure of electronic communications, the subject resigned before disciplinary action was imposed. Section 8, military member, Connus site. 
In 2005, the NSA OIG was notified on the subject's first day of access to the Signet Collection system. He queried six email addresses belonging to a former girlfriend, a U.S. person, meaning a citizen, without authorization. A site review of Signet Audit discovered the queries four days after they had occurred. But at least they caught them quickly. We can all be grateful for that. The subject testified that he wanted to practice the system's and had decided to use his former girlfriend's email addresses. He also testified that he received no information as a result of his queries and had not read any U.S. person's email. The NSA OIG concluded that the subject's actions violated USSID 18 Executive Order 123335 CFR Signal Number 2635.704 and DOD Regulations 5240.1R. The OIG reported report was forwarded to the site command and the OGC. As a result of the Uniform Code of Military Justice, Article 15, preceding the subject received a reduction in grade, 45-day restriction, and five days of extra duty, and half pay for two months, it was recommended that the subject not be given any security clearances. 9. Civilian Employees and CONUS Site In 2006, the Office of the Oversight and Compliance within the NSA Signal Intelligence Directive informed the NSA OIG that between 05 and 06, the subject had, without authorization, queried in two signet systems. The telephone numbers of two foreign nationals, one of whom was his girlfriend. On one occasion, the subject performed a text query of his own name in Signet Systems. The OIG investigation found that the subject queried his girlfriend's telephone number on many occasions and her name on two. He testified that he, that he received only one hit from the queries. That's one too many, my friend queries on, on the girlfriend. Another number he queried, that of a foreign national language instructor returned insignificant information. The subject claimed that he queried his name to see if anyone was discussing his travel and the telephone numbers to ensure that there was no security problems. The OIG concluded that the subject's actions violated Executive Order 123335CFR Signal number 2635.704, DOD Regulation 5241R, and NSA CSS PMM Chapter 366, General Principles for On-the-Job Conduct, Use of Government Resources, and Insubordination. The agency has been unable to locate records as to whether a referral was made to the DOJ. The subject resigned from the agency before the proposed discipline of removal had been administered. Part 10. Civilian Employee and CONUS Sites In 2008, the NSA OIG was notified that a signet audit had discovered a possible violation of USSID 18. An investigation revealed 
that while reviewing and the review of the communications of a valid intelligence target, the subject determined that the intelligence target had been a relative in the U.S. The subject queried the Signet system for the email address of the intelligence target in 08 and used other search terms to obtain information about the target's relatives. We now move on to the last letter. OIG concluded that the subject's actions violated USSID 18 Executive Order 12333 and DOD Regulation 5240.1R. The OIG report was forwarded to NSA's OGC. The subject received a written reprimand. 11. Military member and foreign location. In 2009, the NSA OIG was notified. That in 2009, a military member assigned to the Military Tactical Intelligence Unit queried the communications of his wife, who was also a military member, stationed in a foreign location. The misuse was discovered by a review of Signet audit logs. The investigation by his military unit substantiated the misuse. Though, a Uniform Code of Military Justice Articles 15 preceding the member received a reduction in rank, 45 days extra duty, and half pay for two months. The member's access to classified information was revoked. In 2009, this matter was referred to successfully to the DOJ. 12. Military members of and foreign locations. In 2009, a military unit at a foreign location notified the NSA OIG that in 2009, a military member had queried a country's telephone number to aid in learning that country's language. The misuse was discovered by a review of Signet audit logs. The appropriate branch of the military determined that the, that the analysis queries were not in support of his official duties and violated USSID 18. The member's database access and access to classified information were suspended. I hope that this information satisfies your request. Sincerely, Dr. George Ellard, Inspector General. To Senator Patrick Leahy. And these letters were originally sent to Senator Chuck Grassley. Now, I'm curious to know how you feel. Do you maybe have an ex that you think you're safe from? Well, you could be. I just been to work for the government. Less, they might be spying on you right now. But as we just read, it doesn't have to be a romantic partner. You could just share blood with somebody overseas that the NSA happens to be keeping an eye on, and all of a sudden you now are a target of an unsanctioned government spying operation. That concludes this episode on Love Int. I will see you at 1 o'clock for an actual news segment.